For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What up, Dodgers Nation? Doug McCain here. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. Are the Dodgers too boring? We're going to dive into that in just a second, but quick reminder for all latest Dodgers news and rumors all offseason long, be sure to hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and if you want to see us post even more Dodgers content and you really want to support the channel, smash that like button. And I want to know from you guys down below in the comment section, today's Dodgers Nation question of the day. Are the Dodgers too boring? And was that at all a factor? in their NLDS loss to the Padres. Let me know down below. And for all latest Dodgers news, head over to DodgersNation.com. Was being boring a problem for the 2022 Dodgers? Is it one of the reasons why they lost to the Padres in the NLDS? Well, one anonymous National League scout told the LA Times, I was shocked at how boring they were as a team. It's a very professional team and it's a very good team, but I'd like to see a little more emotion. So, very interesting. It's funny how they became such a boring team after they lost. No one was calling the Dodgers a boring team when they were doing the pepper grinder when they were doing the Wolf of Wall Street celebration, when they were doing the switch it up and they were doing the dunk it on them all season long. The Dodgers didn't look boring when they won 111 games and set all kinds of records along the way. They only became boring when they had an early exit against the Padres. But it is an interesting question because, look, the main reason why the Dodgers lost to the Padres in the NLDS was because of their inability to execute with runners in scoring position. They went 5 for 34. Dave Roberts made some suspect bullpen decisions in game four and that is why they ultimately had an early exit in that series but there is no denying that when you showed the Dodgers dugout they look lifeless they look listless they were quieter than most libraries and let's be honest they look like the defeated Dodgers they look like a Dodgers team that couldn't take a punch and respond now conversely you compare it to the San Diego dugout they were electric they were on fire the entire series any Padre could have done anything just walk up to the plate and breathe and the entire Padres dugout was losing their mind. You saw them clapping. You saw them dancing. They were very engaged the entire series. And yes, from an optics standpoint, it wasn't a good look for the Dodgers. The fact that they look like they're watching paint dry, whereas the Padres dugout, they were having the times of their lives. But had the Dodgers gone on to win that series, what would everyone out there be saying? They'd be saying, wow, the Dodgers are businesslike. They're like Kobe Bryant's job not finished. They're just some stone cold killers that don't need to participate in all that rah-rah stuff. They just go 
go out there and get the job done. So everyone needs to find a narrative, and that's what the narrative is now. And I don't think it was the fact that the Dodgers were a boring team. I think it was that they were born. It was that they had won 111 games, that they hadn't played meaningful baseball in months, that they did have that five-day layoff from the end of the season to the start of the NLDS. I think that is a bigger factor than the fact that they didn't have these raw, raw, edgy, fiery personalities. Now, could the Dodgers use an injection of some fire, of some passion? I absolutely agree. Look, ask yourself this question. If the 2022 Dodgers were a movie, would you want to watch? Would it be a movie like Major League with Pedro Serrano and all the drama of that movie? Would it be a movie like Bull Durham? Probably not. I've been inside that clubhouse. It's very business-like. Guys take care of their business. They execute, and then they go home, and then it's rinse and repeat the next day and get another win. And look, we're in Hollywood. If you were going to go to a television executive and pitch the show of the 2022 Dodgers, would they pick up that show and make a pilot out of it? Look, if you're watching HBO right now, there's a show called Winning Time about the Showtime Lakers, and that is a show that's very entertaining. Why is that? You've got bold characters, Magic Johnson, Pat Riley, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jerry Buzz. You've got lots of conflict, the ups and downs, living in L.A. in the 80s. Right now for the Dodger team, not a lot of interesting subplots, if we're being honest. I don't think the Dodgers would be on HBO. They'd probably be on Disney. So I don't think that you would have a big television show with this Dodgers team and because there's not a lot of drama. Now, the good thing about that is it can possibly be more sustainable. I mean, just look at celebrity couples. You've got Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson, Beyonce and Jay-Z, ones that stay together, ones that continue to have a happy marriage. But guess what? Not a lot of drama. You don't see them on the cover of tabloids. It's just one long and mostly uninteresting happy marriage. And on the flip side, you have those other celebrity relationships, the ones that have that fire and that passion, the Pam and Tommy Lees, the Chris Brown and Rihanna's, all those type of relationships. And what ends up happening? Well, they usually don't end well. So when it comes to sustainability, you definitely want a happy marriage. But I think this Dodger team, they need to find a good balance. And if they think that injecting this team with some bigger personalities and players that can provide a spark, I think it's worth considering. Now, I'm not saying go out there and sign Carlos Correa, but I know a lot of Dodger fans are interested in that possibility. But you don't need to sign a Carlos Correa just to inject life into this team. There's other players around and really just changing the overall nucleus, the overall chemistry. And some of the team leadership is naturally going to change. Justin Turner, will they pick up his club option? Military parents never miss a beat, and neither does the Johns Hopkins U.S. Family Health Plan. Built for every warrior in your family, with more than 40 years of service to military families, TRICARE Prime Benefits plus exclusive extras. Learn more at warriorsathome.com. Maybe they will, maybe they won't. Will he sign a lesser deal? There's a chance of that. But still, in the next few years, Justin Turner, who is the leader of that clubhouse, is going to be gone at some point. Clayton Kershaw, he's a guy that has a big voice in that clubhouse, really more of a leader by example. His career, how much longer does he have? So I think you're naturally going to see a change in chemistry for this Dodger team in the coming years. But I don't think you have to force it. I think you go out there and you try to assemble the best roster you can. 
and you try to get the best group that you think can win in October because I guarantee you that you would rather take a team that's winning and boring versus an exciting team that loses in the first round. So really, it's all about roster construction and finding that perfect mix. But I don't think that it played a major role. I think it was the fact that the Dodgers just did not get it done. And had they had won in advance in that series, it would be a very different story right now. So I want to know from you guys, though. Do you think it's an issue? Do you think the Dodgers should consider mixing things up and bringing in edgier players and more fire let me know down below because look the reality is you've got all-stars on this team you have some of the best players in the game and internally they have that fire they just don't show it outwardly as much but let me know down below my name is doug mccain you can follow me on twitter and instagram at dmac underscore la for all latest dodgers news and rumors all season long be sure to hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and if you want to see us post even more dodgers content smash that like button and until next Next time, think blue, bleed blue, and I'm out. In a roaring stadium, their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.